Hello, and welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. I'm Christopher Crellin, CEO of the American Influencer Association. We're excited for today's show with American Influencer nominee, Justin Anderson. Justin is one of the top colorists in the world, and his clients include Jennifer Aniston, Brie Larson, and Miley Cyrus. He was also one of the stars of Kristen Cavallari's television show, Barry Cavallari. Justin's positive energy is contagious. And I've got to be honest, our entire office loves watching Justin's Instagram stories daily. If you haven't seen it, you've got to tune in. It's hilarious. And now, here's our host, Josh Skinner. Hi, it's Josh Skinner, and welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. And I have to tell you, one of my favorite influencers are in the studio with me today. Please welcome Justin Anderson. Hi. How's it going? There was a dramatic pause. I, I was like, I should I say it. should I say that you are nominated now for American Influencer Award? Or should I <laughs> save that for later? It was so good. I loved that little dramatic pause. I love any sort of dramatic pause before my name. That's exciting. To uh to be honest, I mean we've been talking for a little bit before we started rolling. Uh you are my favorite influencer, and I've literally watched every Insta story for the last four months. I love it. So uh, <laughs> recently, I needed some inspiration when I woke up, and you did the opening of The Lion King in your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning is a musical for me. I love musical theater more than anything. Broadway is my heaven. So I am constantly um, listening to Broadway music and any kind of music to pump me up in the morning for that matter. But just to have the visual, you're shirtless. You got, you got, is it coffee brewing? Is it yeah. you're getting started? <laughs> Loud Disney music, and it's the whole song it's not just like 10 15 <laughs> seconds you just let it roll and it's you're it's awesome <laughs> yeah, I it's so funny whenever i meet somebody who says like oh i follow you on instagram or whatever i immediately kind of like uh i get embarrassed because i am just an idiot on instagram i i have so much fun with it i don't take it seriously at all i don't hold back um so i get embarrassed like the other day a neighbor of mine like totally straight guy was walking his kid in front of our house and i was down at the bottom of my driveway and he's like, oh, you, what you did on Instagram was so funny. And I was like, oh, my God, you follow me on Instagram? Like, that is mortifying. Because I am, like, the biggest homo on earth on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, I'm a, yeah. <laughs> um, I look forward to the daily dad joke. So uh, there wasn't one today. Do you have one? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't put me on the spot like that. Um, I do a dad joke every single day because I find that it's fun to start your day with a little bit of a joke. Kind of be funny. My dad told jokes all the time, and I always loved it. And during lockdown, I just um, randomly started doing dad jokes every day, just like kind of for fun to make people laugh. And then all of a sudden, everyone was like asking for it every single day so that's like a note to anyone who's starting off to have a following on instagram don't start a trend if you can't keep up with it because i'll go one or two days without it and i get all these messages like where's the dad joke i'm like you guys i don't owe that to you you know <laughs> no you do you owe us the yeah. dad joke and also the tear calendar in the morning i'm like is it going to be about a dog or a talking tree like I, I when i say i watch i literally watch you're the only person i think i watch you more than my family i love it it's so fun 
it. I find that like I start from the morning and then go through the night. So there's a whole arc to my story, right? You're actually following a storyline. And I think that that is why people um, kind of tune in for the whole thing. And if I go quiet again for like an afternoon, I'll get all these messages being like, are you okay? What's going on? I'm like, oh my God, I'm committed to this now. <laughs> well, I'm like, it's Tuesday and Thursday. It means drunk live stream. Yeah. Here we go. Because I know you don't do Monday, Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. Oh my gosh. I share a lot. My new thing is going live every time I drink. And yes. like um, my boyfriend has like, we have talks now when he sees me like do my martini shaker. He's like, you're not going live tonight. Like we're not doing it. And I'm like, I want to do it. <laughs> and I end up doing it. I go to the other room and like I'm all of a sudden on live by myself talking to people. <laughs> I know. And your cat's there. I, I watch. <laughs> so let me clarify the cat though. When you bring up the cat, because when I was a kid, I always made fun of people who had cats my whole life. Me and my brothers were always like, ew, cats are disgusting. We love dogs. We always had golden retrievers. When I got older, my younger sister is my best friend and she now lives with me here in Nashville, but she rescued a cat and I have fallen in love with this cat. I'm obsessed with it. And now I'm a total cat person. I want 10 cats. I want to die with 10 cats in my house. Yeah, but that cat <laughs> is snooty. Like that cat gives you side eye. She's snooty, but she's stunning. And I love <laughs> a beautiful girl. To me, she looks like Michelle Pfeiffer. So like I'm obsessed with her for that. But she is a bitch. She's a she is like you never know what mood Lily's gonna be in. And I get such a kick out of it. But now she's obsessed with me too. It's she follows me around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your career. When you were just getting started, is this what you pictured your career to be? Being one of the top celebrity colorists in the world? Working um, with Jennifer Aniston, Miley Cyrus, Kristen? You know, it is. It is. I knew I would be here. I'm going to be really honest. I, this is exactly where I wanted to be. And I'm a, a person that chases my dreams. I don't stop until I get what I want, you know? and um, But I always pick things that I think that I can attain or that maybe I deserve or whatnot. But when I dropped out of college and told my parents I wanted to go to beauty school, um, I knew in my head, I was like, I'm going to make a really big deal out of this. I'm going to work with really big celebrities. I'm going to have my own product line. I always wanted to be on the Home Shopping Network. I've done that now. Um, I never wanted to have my own salon. That was never a dream of mine. I've, so I've never owned a salon. But I kind of saw myself being here. I didn't know to the extent of what it would be, but um, I can say that all of the really big celebrities I ever wanted to work with, you know, Jennifer Aniston, Miley Cyrus, Gwyneth Paltrow, Margot Robbie, Kim Basinger, these are all women that I've, every time I've put out into the universe that I want to work with these women, somehow I end up working with them. Kim Basinger, when I was a kid, I had pictures of Kim Basinger all over my bedroom. To me, she was the hottest woman in the world. Her and Batman, I mean... Whatever. So the first time I did Kim Basinger, <laughs> that was the biggest deal in the world. The yeah. first art class I took when I was a kid, they said, like, paint something that, like, inspires you. And all the boys were doing, like, football players and race cars and whatnot. And I painted Kim Basinger. <laughs> I was, like, I was like an eight-year-old boy who, like, painted Kim Basinger. And, I like, her hair was so perfect. I mean, I spent so much time on that blonde hair. So the first time Kim came to me to get her hair done, it was one of those moments where... I had to just say, okay, I got to just get this out of the way before I start working with you. Like, you are my blonde icon. I've loved you forever. 
because I was like shaking so bad. I was like stuttering. So I had to get that out of the way. I've never done that with any other celebrity. <laughs> what was her response? Kim is the nicest person in the world. I love her so much. She's the queen of emojis. She texts me every day and like she loves an emoji. So it's like, um, she's the greatest person in the world. She's so animated. She's so sweet. She's Southern. I, for some reason, love Southern people. My whole life, I've just loved the South. I have nothing to do with the South. And now I live in the South, but she's just a Southern Belle, the sweetest person on earth. She's an angel. Okay, so we were talking about, uh, before the interview started, about putting things out into the universe, praying, meditating, and just making things come to realization. Um, Tell me about Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) Everyone always asks about Jennifer Aniston. And to be honest, like, I'm super... I stay pretty private about Jennifer because she is a private person, you know? But well, she, I meant, tell me about you putting down the universe. That's yeah, yeah, what I meant. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, okay. And by the way, I mean, you can ask me anything. I'll tell you that I don't want to talk about it if I really don't want to. But <laughs> I know my I know my spiel with Jennifer. <laughs> I would never give away any secrets or anything. But I can say that she's the kindest person in the world. You know, I always say, like, whatever you want Jennifer Aniston to be, she uh, beats your expectations. She's wonderful. She's lovely. I think that that's why she's had such longevity in the world of Hollywood beyond being talented. She's just an angel. You want to be around her. So I imagine anyone who has a project that she could be involved in, they'd want her in it. So she keeps working. But um, the first time I went to do Jennifer Aniston's hair, I I have this thing where I don't know what it is. I was talking to my boyfriend the other day. I don't get nervous very often. Like, I don't get nervous about meeting people or doing doing things. So I wasn't nervous going. I was genuinely excited. Like, I just wanted to get my hands in her hair. I wanted to be around her energy. And um, it was weird. I met her, and it was like a person that I'd known forever. Uh, like, a big warm hug. Just started chatting right away. Went right into hair. And um, we have a lot in common, so it was a really easy conversation. She loves to talk about everything that I love to talk about, beauty and hair and movies. And so it was really, really easy. Describe that feeling uh, because you looked up to her for all those years and you put it out in the universe. What was it like when you actually touched her hair? You know, I think in that moment, I pretty much just went numb. It wasn't until days (laughs) later when it's like all of a sudden I was driving in the car and it kind of hit me. Like I was like, dude, you just did Jennifer Aniston's hair. You know, when you were in beauty school, like all I used to say in my head was like, because I mean, Friends was at, it's like, it was closer to the end of Friends, but it was just, I mean, Jennifer Aniston was the biggest celebrity in the world. I mean, she still is, but then it was like the Brad and Jennifer and everything. And so I always said in beauty school, I'm like, one day I just want to shampoo her hair. I just want to be able to like shampoo her hair. If I'm an assistant, she comes into the salon that I work at, I just want to... Um, and it happened. I started coloring her hair. So it's just, it, that's a trip. So I, it didn't hit me till days later. Isn't that a great moment? It is a great moment. I think um, every time I text with her or talk to her or go to her house for dinner, whatever it is, um, I feel grateful. You know, I do. What do you think is the biggest misconception of being an influencer? Um... It's so funny. I'm becoming more and more like comfortable with this idea of being called an influencer. I think for me, it was always such like a weird thing because I've always been around celebrities and I don't want to be one of those people that says like, oh, celebrities are just like us. It's no big deal. I get it. Celebrities are a really big deal. They're they're bigger than life. They're at the top of their game, whatever. So when people start talking about influencers, I was always comparing it to celebrities. And I was like, you know, I'm not a celebrity or like whatever it is. But I've come to accept the fact that people follow me because they want to be inspired by something or they want to learn from me. And um, I think the biggest misconception is, it's a tricky question. Um, I think there's a lot of bullcrap out there. I try to be completely honest. 
I think the misconception is that you're not really seeing all of the reality of everything. <laughs> I mean, don't get me started on that, but I can't I can't do the like the whole filters and like these people who plan out their content. I mean, I literally wake up and whatever song pops into my head is what I'm going to play on my Insta story. And whenever I put anything out on Instagram, it's just because I like it. It's what I'm doing at the time. I don't map things out. So I'm the wrong influencer to ask. To no, be that's honest. great. No, that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, it's <I'm>, nice <laughs> to hear that someone's not like a three o'clock I got a post. I mean, that's refreshing. I I could not do that. I genuinely have the worst ADD in the world. So for me, it's just I bounce around like a ping pong ball all day long. And so just that's what my Instagram looks like. <laughs> Tell me about the moment that you thought you were first influential. Hmm. More recently, there was one where I was like really, really surprised. So I posted randomly about this uh, laundry detergent that I found that I loved. I'm a big smell person, like smells. I get really excited. If I smell something great, I have to know what it is and whatever. I met this woman about a year ago, and um, we actually met on Instagram. And I was in the town that she lived in, and she's like, oh, my God, I live here. Like, I can't believe you're in my town. Whatever. Long story short, I met her for lunch. I went to give her a hug right when we met, and this woman smelled like heaven. And I was like, how do you—what is that? And she's like, it's my laundry detergent. It's my secret. And she's like, I'm going to email you my whole laundry routine. She emailed me the laundry routine. Six months later, here in Nashville— I um, bought all the laundry stuff and I um, used it. Sure enough, smells amazing. My clothes smells amazing. All my sheets, everything, blah, blah, blah. So I posted about it on Instagram and um, it shut this woman's website down. She completely sold out of everything. And this is a woman who once I went in and Googled her, like Oprah uses her laundry detergent. The Kardashians use it. And um, so I posted about it. She reached out to me on Instagram, her herself, this woman, Christine, the nicest woman in the world. And she was like, Justin, I've had the Kardashians post about me. You know, Oprah's talked about me in magazines. She's like, I've never seen a response like this before. She's like, people bought all of my stuff out, were completely sold out, like whatever. And it was like that moment where I was like, holy crap, uh, this is laundry detergent that we're talking about. You know, I wasn't paid by this woman. I didn't know who she was. I didn't even know who to tag. I just wrote, this is the brand or whatever. And then later I found the Instagram and I tagged it in a later post. I'm like, oh, if you want to go check out their stuff, here it is. And um, that's when I kind of realized, I'm like, oh, wow, what I say, people listen to. And that also made me think it's like, be careful with what you say. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> Your call to action is yeah. strong, sir. <laughs> I have to ask, what does it smell like? Um, so the one that I use is called Beach Days, and the company is called Home Goods Company, and it's just all natural laundry detergent. But this woman sells all of her laundry detergent to little boutiques all over the country, and then she has her own website, but it just smells like heaven. So the one that I have is Beach, it's called Beach Days, and it's just like a crisp, really clean kind of beachy smell, but not like coconutty or pineapple-y. It's just like a pretty clean smell. I'm just such a smell person. And not to say mahalo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it's funny. Um, when was the moment where you're like, oh man, I'm famous? Hmm. It's such a cheesy thing to talk about yourself as being famous. So I would never call myself famous, but um, I did. <laughs> when you get recognized. Yeah, 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 you get recognized. And um, I, I did that reality show on E! last year, very Cavalier, with my best friend, Kristen Cavalier. And so I was on that reality show, and um, I didn't realize, like, how many people watch TV. So <laughs> we, uh, shortly after it happened, right before lockdown, we were down in Florida, you know, because that's the closest beach to Nashville, and I'm a big beach person. So we drove down there, and we got stopped so many times. My boyfriend and I walking around, like so many people stopping us. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I didn't think that many people watch TV. It's always interesting when uh, 
I talk to the influencers and celebrities about their fan encounters. Any one that stands out? Um, no, I, the nicest people follow me on Instagram and the nicest people come up to me. I've had like super, super normal encounters. The one thing that's kind of weird though, our house here in Nashville to this day, our neighbors say that people come in front of the house all the time and take selfies in front of the house. And um, that's just bizarre to me. It's like, what are you doing with that picture? And I really don't want that floating around all the time. And how did they find out? Um, it's off the internet now. But when I bought my house here in Nashville, because I was doing the reality show, I had told the realtor, I was like, I want to put this under a different name, you know? And he kind of missed the mark on that. And there was a website that had our oh. address on there. So people were coming there. So I think it it got shared for a while. But we had to get like a lawyer and get it taken off of Google and everything. But um, I also really didn't think people were going to look for my address, you know. But I think we just live in this age now where when we relate to somebody, we want to be close to them and we want to um, get close to them. And so I didn't realize that. <laughs> let's that talk, was going to happen. Let's talk about your followers. Uh, let's end here. How do you want your fans to influence other people? Ooh, because they're an extension of you. Mm-hmm. They are an extension of me at this point, you know, and I have the coolest people who follow me and I really, really, um, I need to say that like I enjoy Instagram. I'm not one of those people that treat it like a job. I like Instagram because it's a way for me to communicate with people. I learn a lot from people who follow me and I'm very active in the direct messages of Instagram. I make sure that every morning I'm an early morning person. I make sure that in the morning I give myself one hour to answer everybody and then whoa. before I go to bed, I answer. I talk to a lot of people on DMs and people always say like, whoa, I'm shocked that you talked to me and I I keep in touch with people and whatever. But the reason I do that is because I feel like there's no point in having people follow you unless you do something with it or unless it also serves you. You know, I spend so much time on Instagram and like, I want it to do something for me. And a lot of people inspire me. I, um, a lot of the conversations are about positivity and how we're dealing with certain difficult things in the world right now. And, um, I want a big positive army to be following me. You know, if there's one thing that I can put out there, it's just um, positivity, listening to people, having conversations. I don't want anyone to just watch me. I want them to participate. You call them lovies. I call them lovies. Tell yeah. me why. <laughs> um, I had a family member growing up. I had an aunt who would always say lovies, and it was just like the warmest feeling. Like when she'd come in the room and she was just like, good morning, lovies, you know, and it was, I would, I, I would always get excited to hear her say that. And to be honest, when we went into quarantine, I just started saying it with all of my friends because it's like I wanted them to like feel warm and cozy. And Kristen and I, we were down in the Bahamas right when quarantine happened. And um, I was saying it to her kids all the time. We were just kind of talking and it became like our joke. And then I just started doing it on Instagram all the time. And people start writing me like, I love when you say lovies. It makes me feel so good or whatever. And it's just turned into my thing. And it's like now it's just it's the word that I use all the time. I expect it in the yeah. morning. I was like, oh. I'm a lovey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I hope I'm not creeping you out no, with how, how much all. I know your Insta no, story. No, you're not at all. And I think that that's like the fun thing about Instagram is we become connected to people. Yeah. I think that's cool. That's what social media was meant to do. It was meant to, I mean, I think it was meant to connect us and make us feel connected to people. It's sad that we live in a time now where there's so much division. You know, we all feel so, there's a lot of negativity happening and that's never what it was supposed to be about. So I like when people follow along, you know, the same way that I follow along with people that I enjoy on Instagram. Like that's, that's beautiful. It's a cool thing. And if our listeners want to follow your journey, where do they find you? So on Instagram, I'm Justin Anderson. That's where I just have fun and be myself and do whatever. And then if you want to see my work, my hair color work, it's Justin Anderson Color because I just do color. 
And then my product line is DPHUE, D-P-H-U-E. And Justin is nominated for a 2020 American Influencer Award, and you can see if he wins on December 6th. I love that. Yeah, a little, <laughs> little plug. Yeah, yeah, vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for being on American Influencer Real Talk. You are one of my favorite influencers. So oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, this has been fun. I was like, I'm going to Nashville. We're doing this interview. Justin yes, there. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to my conversation with Justin Anderson. I hope this episode has inspired you. You can keep up with our latest episode of our podcast by visiting us at AIAawards.com and by subscribing to our show on your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at AIA Real Talk Podcast. That's AIA Real Talk Podcast. The American Influencer Real Talk is produced by Christopher Krellen, Bethany Krellen, Josh Skinner, and it's edited by our friends at Lasting Media. Original music composed by at Joshua Hendricks Music. And now, here's our CMO, Bethany Krellen. Thank you for listening to the American Influencer Real Talk. We hope you enjoyed. We are so passionate about all of you, our fans. We want you to be part of the AIA family. You can check out our beauty bundle, which supports our influencer community at AIAawards.com. Want to be a guest on the Real Talk? Send us a message on social. We can't wait to stay connected with you all and don't miss the next episode next week.